when I tell you that shit has been hitting the fan, let me tell you something. Ain't shit gonna happen up in this damn house. I promise you that one. I don't think these girls are gonna be able to do it, especially not while the queen is slaying on her big ass. Mm. Stay tuned. So, y'all know what we're doing. We're reviewing the BET Presents the Encore. And right now, we're on ep uh, Season 1, Episode 4. So, I want y'all to comment below. I want y'all to uh, tell me how y'all feeling about the show so far. I want y'all to tell me if y'all like my commentary on the show so far. And, yeah, just let me know what's up. Um, and then, again, so you know how I like to start this off. If you're new here, go ahead and push that subscribe button for me. And if you're a returning subscriber, thank you, Jesus, but for turn back in with me. Um, go ahead and press that like button, comment something, or share this video so everybody can see it. All right, so basically the way this episode starts off is we got little Miss Shamari. She's kind of just at the table. She's a, she's a little upset. She's like, ain't nobody, if you ready to work, let's work. Ain't nobody trying to work, but if we want to work, let's go work. Everybody's complaining, everybody's crying, but the people who want to work, let's go work. And I feel her on that. Because I remember in the last episode, she was like, uh, I literally left my twins and my husband. We got to make a hit. I would not be there for none of the shenanigans if they was not there to handle no business. I would honestly, I'd be there during the day. I would go home at night with my man and come back during the day. Because y'all ain't here on no business shit. I'm just going to be in here. What is this, a brothel? Is it a brothel? I'm just saying. All right, so next. Uh, let's see. There was a point where Fallon was talking about... Um, you know, uh, Misha and, and Irish. And Fallon, she said something like, you know, I believe that, she said, I believe that Irish is, uh, she said, I believe that Misha feels as if she cannot find her place in this group. And she said, I understand because me and my sister are more talented. That's basically what she said. And although, let me say this, y'all can sing, but y'all need to, Really, 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 really humble yourselves because I promise you what's going to end up happening is one of y'all going to get a note on your, on your damn vocal cord or something like that and ain't going to be able to do shit. Because that's what the fuck happened to Tamar when she was walking around in Braxton acting like she was the best singer in the damn world. She ended up having vocal problems. So you really need to humble yourself before those twins ain't so talented no more. I'm just saying. And when you have a reputation of being problematic, then people don't want to work with you. However, the twins are fucking professional, so I will say that. Now, when we speak in a problematic, let me bring this hoe up. This bitch, Keely. I'm sorry, I don't even like calling women out their name. She is the most annoying person I have ever had the misfortune of having to watch on my TV. I have never, like, really, like, I've always heard of people being miserable and, and you know, wanting to make people feel how they feel or stuff like that. I've never, I don't think, witnessed it. She is a miserable person. She really hates herself. Or some, she just hates people. I don't know. It's like, the thing is, if I'm going to keep it real with you, it's obvious that Aubrey, it's obvious that Aubrey is probably not doing what she's supposed to be doing. 
We don't know. She could be going through something, y'all. I mean, it could be anything. At the same time, she's the only white girl in that house, and she's the queen. Nobody's listening to her. Nobody is listening to her. So at the same time, it's just like, okay, if I'm going to be queen and nobody's listening to me, then what the fuck is the point of me being here? What's she going to do? Cuss the bitches out? Because that's the only way they're going to listen. That's the only way they go listen. And so I would almost be, I would almost shut down as well. But Keely, she's making it to be where people, she's just trying to make people not like Aubrey. Now, it's one thing for you to be like, hey, you know, she doesn't need to be this, she doesn't need to be that. But you're you're actually at the point where you're kind of character assassinating. And that's why she came in the kitchen and cussed your ass out. You was in there talking shit and you didn't think she could hear you. And she walked in there and said, Keely, shut the fuck up. And called all type of bitches and hoes. And I was there for all of it. Normally, I ain't there for no white person talking to no black person like that. But in this instance, Aubrey got in her ass. And in my opinion, it was well-deserved. Whether or not those people are agreeing with Aubrey or not, Keely, she is a misfit. When they was named, trying to name the groups and somebody said the misfits, no, it's her. That's the only misfit. Uh, so, and then... One thing that I will say bothered me a little, a, a little bit, and I'm not going to lie. I might want me a little piece of that man. Whatever. But as far as Elijah, Aubrey was talking to Elijah, and she was pretty much telling him, hey, like, you know, this is what's going on. The twins said this about you, and this is why this, which I think was completely fucked up, because even if they did say it, you just don't, that's just... Maybe I'm just that person that's on code. Like, if I know something, you tell me something. Or if you say don't say it. Or even if you say don't say it, I'm not going to repeat it. So, maybe that's just, you know, some street code or just whatever code. I don't know. But apparently, it ain't whatever Aubrey code is. So, and then for Elijah to kind of feed into it and be like, oh, yeah, well, they're the least, you know, successful of the... He should have first off, in my opinion, now I'm going to just keep it real, especially as a guy coming into the situation, he should have gotten more of a clear idea of what was said before he insulted his friends like that because if I, it was me and i was those twins and i came back and watched that i'd be like nigga you got me fucked up like we brought you on this although he's successful in his own right like don't don't play me like that especially if we are friends and you don't know for a fact that i said that about you so in my opinion when they gave elijah his little interview and stuff like that i was like shit we might as well give elijah a peach give him a peach shit but I will say I am glad that later in the episode he did come to them and, you know, he did say, like, hey, what, what was this said? Why did y'all say this? And they, they cleared it up and said we wouldn't say nothing like that. And, you know, even if we did, I would hate that she says shit like that. So I will give it to him that he did at least go straight to the source. Or maybe it was just the way the show was edited because I know a lot of times the show, the way stuff is broken down and edited, I pay a lot of attention to a lot of stuff. So sometimes it's not really edited right. He could have literally, you know, well, no, because he's just sitting down with them with her and then you know he said that but whatever i don't know but at the same time i just feel like that those conversations really just should not have been had just on gp kind of shit um as far as like let me see so yeah keely was talking shit about uh about aubrey in the kitchen aubrey walked in bitch shut the fuck up i'm tired of you you are so soaking my energy. I've done your job. If you're here as the creative director, why don't you creative direct? Well, she spoke the churches. She spoke the choir. I don't know what she spoke, but she spoke it. And it was spoken. Shit. For real. I'm not going to lie. Like, listen, this episode was not as exciting to me as, the, as you know, the other episodes. But guess what? We're going to figure it out and we're going to, you know, we're going we gonna to stick with them. 
because you know I think this is gonna I think this show is gonna be epic. I think this show is gonna be a show that can come back year after year. I think they should probably put more time into the house. I think they should give it different goals. I think there should be elimination rounds. I think there just should be I think at the end of the show there should only be four to five people who make it. You know, maybe even a grand prize, something of that nature. Because at this point, it's kind of unstructured. Like, you can tell this is the first season. Like, it's very unstructured. And they're kind of going in. And they're just like, hey, we're all going to be here in a house and we're going to sing. But at the same time, I'm just curious, like, what happens if it does not come together in those 30 days? Like, is there some type of, like, consequence? Is there, like, like what happens? So, to me, it's just not set up. Right, but this is a trial and error thing. This is the first season. Who's to say next season they ain't going to come back and kill it? I hope they stay with the girls, though. I hope they stay with the girls. And, you know, I think they should bring, you know, Golden Brooks on there. Free Golden Brooks. She needs work. We got to find her some work, y'all. Um, so, yeah, uh, as far as, like, you know, um, the twins, they go and talk. They, they do go and they humble themselves and they go talk to Misha. And they're just like, you know, we don't want to exclude you from anything. And my in my honest opinion, if I'm gonna keep it real, I think Misha, I think she's excluding herself from everything herself. I think that if I'm gonna keep it real with you, I think she is facing some sort of insecurity that happened within her group. Because to me, I feel like she feels the same way she felt in her group. Like she doesn't feel heard. She feels like she feels like she's being overshadowed. She feels like her voice is very little and it doesn't matter. And she's all, and, and to be completely honest with you, I feel like if those were the temper tantrums and shit she was having back in the day, like I wouldn't want to be working with her like that neither. Like, get it together. Ain't that one of y'all songs? Can we get it together? Oh, she wasn't singing on it. I know why she can't get it together. All right. Uh, so, mm, <clears throat> let me shut up. All right, so uh, next, uh, well, no, and I'm going to keep it real. She said, I don't trust them. And to be completely honest with you, people, as I like the twins. I like everybody in there. But I understand 100% when you say, I accept your apology, but I don't trust you. Because, you know, I feel like people who go back and forth, they're going to have that under-the-surface tension a lot. Uh-oh. That's why I had the lotion larger. So they're going to have that under the surface tension. So if anything, that's what she said. She said, I'm on eight. So if they try me again, all hell's breaking loose. And y'all heard that Misha and I was trying to fight old uh, uh, Mila's mama in the 702. So shit, y'all know they about that and they going to ride. And you know, you got two sets of sisters in there. You got two sets of sisters. So it's going to go down. But I think, I think Misha and I was going to rock them hoes. <laughs> I was just be sitting there like, I can make noodles. I'm sorry. Let me stop. All right. So, yeah, then Keely brings in Aaliyah. And then, you know, um, it's it's obvious that, you know, they have to they have to kind of go into crunch time. So, right now, they're trying to break everything up. You know, you got half the group who's doing the vocals. You got half the group who's doing the, uh, the choreography. Um, Aubrey just decides that she just don't want to be nowhere to be found. She is nowhere to be found. When I tell you... They in the choreography, she's in the gym. She, they in the studio, she's in the bed. She is in, ooh, whoa, oh my God. Speaking of studio. Keep her off the gospel song. There's a few of y'all on there that already ain't got the oil. 
Aubrey gives Screamtina realness. Screamtina Aguilera, y'all know what I'm talking about. Screamtina. It, it, it's just too much all the time. And I don't know. I, I hate to say it, but she need you know what? You know what? Y'all should just give her the part where they stack where they start stacking the vocals. And she's gotta like do something like that because as far as like no, nah, y'all put the wrong girl on that song. And that should have just been one where there was just three or four of them on it. I understand you gotta have a chorus and all that for the gospel song. I uh, keep her off of it. She don't to me, I'ma just keep it real. She doesn't fit in the house. Her talent doesn't fit. Like, I feel like she's not. A... She's talented. But you know how sometimes, like, you can be talented. Like, your voice just don't fit with the group. Like, she just, her voice doesn't fit with that group, in my opinion. I'm just keeping it real. Her, like, I don't know how, she, I don't know, I really don't know how she fits in. Neither do I know how Keely fits in. Keely, you know. She don't fit in. And you could tell she ain't never fit in. That's why she's so nasty. She's mean. She's, like, she she is really nasty. Like, she, to in my opinion, after people watch this show, nobody's going to work with her. Kaylee, ain't nobody, hold on. Kaylee, ain't nobody going to work with you. Ain't nobody going to work with you. You are problematic. Jesus. She, look, Aubrey gave it to you a lot easier than I would have. For real. Y'all know how y'all was talking about that little pasta water thing? You've been drinking that shit fucking me. You've been the pasta. For real. Uh, huh. All right, and then let's see. So, yeah, so basically when everybody, when Keely brings in, uh, Keely brings in uh, Aaliyah Janelle, and they're sitting down at Aaliyah Janelle, she's going, she's going through, the, uh, through the track list to see, hey, well, how should I choreograph this? How should I choreograph that? Should this song be in it? Should this be in it? Aubrey's like, uh, okay, so we're just going to leave everything the way it is. Because Shamari said, hey, I want to get on that song. Aubrey was like, no, we're just going to leave it the way it is. Shamari was like, um, no, I'm here to sing. I'm going to sing. Like, you're not going to tell me I can't get on that song. And that's just kind of, that's what I'm saying. I can almost understand where Aubrey's coming from as far as being queen. Because in my opinion, if they were going to say, like, hey, this is just a person who needs to watch over things. And they should have gave her a position called, like, the the watcher or the hallway monitor or some shit. I don't know. But a queen should be able to trump over things, and they're just kind of shitting on her. So in my opinion, her position really holds no validity in that house. And I don't know. Maybe it's because she's a white girl. I don't know. Maybe it's because she's a white girl. They just feel like, girl, we the queen. And I ain't going to lie. It was a little weird for me to watch all them black girls tweet that white lady. But she deserved it because she was the one putting in the work. Just keeping it real. Uh, so, yeah, we keeping Aubrey off the gospel song. Aubrey's timing was off because she'd be belting all over the goddamn place. Cinnamon came in there and she was like, no, she can't be on the song. She can't be on the song. Jamari, you sing the song. Now, I'm wondering if, because that's Jamari's vocal coach, and I'm wondering if Shamari sent her in there and was like, tell her that this is wrong and that I should be on that part. I'm just saying. Whatever. But, so basically, yeah, like, there's, there, there's, there wasn't really that much, in my opinion, that was, like, happening this this episode. 
Um, I mean, there was a party at the end of the episode that Aubrey, she was the queen. She was not there, and she did elect Irish to be her uh, her honorary queen for the night. And then they started going through questions, and, you know, I know it was funny because Shamari said she fell on stage, and um, the, 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 the vocals kept going, and so she was laughing while the vocals were still playing. But then they said, who should be replaced? Now, as far Aubrey, I think y'all need to bring Golden Brooks on there. I think Golden Brooks should be the queen. Y'all, we got the fuck. Listen, I'm riding for that one. Todd, Carlos, go find Golden. Bring her to Atlanta and put her in this house. So she could be the creative director. All right, y'all. So, yeah, that's pretty much all we got. Um, I'll see y'all next week for another episode of the Keith Chronicles. Um, and we're going to review episode five. Hopefully, we got a little bit more to work with because this episode was just kind of like a. I don't know if it was just like the episode that gets placed in the middle to just kind of hold everything over, but it really, it wasn't really that much going on. So hopefully next week we've got a little bit more to talk about. Uh, but as far as today goes, I want y'all to understand yesterday happened the way that today could. Yes. Uh, so it could, so today could happen the way it should. Today will happen the way it can. So tomorrow could happen the way that it should. Uh, there's nothing that will be put in front of you that cannot be gotten around or gotten through. And yeah, your mom's a hoe. Make sure you go ahead and push that subscribe button for me. You see it upper? Oh, oh so, so. Okay, it's in that area. <laughs> push that subscribe button for me if you're here. Make sure you leave a comment for me. And also, I just want y'all to know I love y'all. Bye.